Podcast Answer Man, episode number 328. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everyone. This is Ray Edwards from RayEdwardsPodcast.com. And you're listening to the man who not only teaches other people how to podcast, but has produced well over 3,000 of his own podcast episodes. Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode. There's something we can do about that. And of course, there's something we can all do to take our life and everything, our show, everything we do in life to the next level. Anyway, hey folks, I only have about three minutes for this opening because this week, in this week's episode... I am putting together a puzzle piece, and I can tell you right now that in three minutes from this second, I will be clicking play on a promo for my podcast, Mastermind uh, Organization. After that, I will tell you you're going to get a 17-minute social media segment with myself and my great friend Eric Fisher. We're going to talk about some new audio jingles that you can get for free from YouTube, and you can use them in your podcast, and should you use them in your podcast, because I've heard a lot of people getting excited about using it as their theme for their show. We're going to talk about that in today's social media segment with Eric Fisher that I actually recorded last week. And then, for those of you who are out there who are still struggling to find your voice, what is that one topic that stands above everything else that people can know you for? Or what is it that you want to be known for? What is your message for the world? Well, today I have an interview with Joel Bogus and Dr. Pei Kang, great, wonderful friends of mine that I love to do life with. And Joel has written a book called Finding Your Voice, and we're going to talk about three different methods of, of looking at your life and trying to figure out exactly what it is that can lead us to understand and find out what our voice is, what our message to the world is. So I am hoping that you will enjoy that. And of course, I will also have one more jingle for the podcasting A to Z course, and then I'll close things up here. And in fact, it looks like I'm running ahead of schedule. And rather than just saying anything more, I'm going to go ahead and jump into those things right now. Do you work for yourself, full-time, or desire to do so in the near future? Do you have a desire to connect with other success-minded entrepreneurs? Are you ready to take your personal and professional growth to the next level? If so, the podcast Mastermind may be just what you're looking for. Imagine having ongoing access to non-judgmental and constructive feedback, tips and resources, technology reviews, and open exchange of ideas, collaborative tasks and meetings that are designed to boost your confidence and credibility. The Podcast Mastermind is designed to get you plugged into a small group of like-minded, success-oriented individuals who are consistently focused on helping you take the next right step toward meeting your personal and professional goals. For more details and to learn how to apply, head on over to podcastmastermind.com, podcastmastermind.com today. 
Well, my friends, it is that time once again for our social media segment of the week. And my good friend and social media correspondent, Eric J. Fisher, standing by. Eric, I am so excited. We can all sound the same once again. You, sir, are a unique snowflake, just like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. So what are we talking about in this week's social media segment? Well, uh, and here's the thing is I often forgot that YouTube even had audio tracks, but apparently they've just added 150 more royalty-free tracks to their 150,000 uh, audio tracks that you could use in their their audio clips and things. So, Exactly. So basically, this comes from a TechCrunch article that was released on, I think it was Wednesday, September 25th. Now, of course, we're week... We're recording this a week before it actually gets put into the right Podcast Answer Man episode because for some reason you're out of town or something or unavailable. I'm on vacation. I got family visiting. Oh my gosh, vacation. So as you're listening to this, I am not working. Nice. And, you know, be jealous. Nah, actually, I I prefer to work. (laughs) I I love what I do. I've done my work. I'm taking a break. There you go. Anyway. So anyway, uh, anyway. This is what happened. TechCrunch comes out, says YouTube launches free audio library with 150 royalty-free tracks. Now, this is different from the library of more than 150,000 audio tracks that you could have used in your YouTube videos as background music previous to this. However, you could not download them to use in your mixing of your video, so... Exactly. So basically what it was before, if you had, let's just say, a five-minute, 10-minute, 15-minute video, and you wanted to add music from that library, you'd have to upload your video to YouTube, and you'd have to go into their editing suite and kind of you know adjust the volume up or down and do everything inside of their editing tools. You could not download any of those 150,000-plus songs and cut or mix or do anything uh locally it had to be done on youtube there was no license for you to do it any other way and not only that but you could not take that video that you've created and then added this um audio track to you could not take that and then use that video somewhere else like for example you couldn't take the same video and then use that on uh on vimeo or any of the other video sharing services it had to be only done on youtube but yeah it's, limiting So it says uh, YouTube actually announced this on their blog that they are expanding their library by now adding 150 new, and this is the key term, royalty-free tracks, or yeah, royalty-free, meaning that you do not have to have a license. And in fact, it says, um, where did we read this, that uh, it could be used anywhere? Uh, The tracks are available as 320... Uh, kilobits per second mp3 files and then can be used for any creative purpose even outside of youtube exactly and and so you can download this you can use it not just in youtube but here's and and of course i've obviously i've always made the argument folks that the podcast answer man uh is you know basically focused on podcasting but we talk about all forms of social media because it's not our podcast isn't our product but our brand and podcasting is obviously my favorite form of marketing and getting the word out and broadcasting your message about your brand. 
And I just don't believe it should be the only way. And so I think that we as podcasters should also be using YouTube, should be using these other platforms to get our message out. So this story is definitely applicable just in the fact that, yeah, this is a great YouTube piece. But this is also something that now you can actually think about these songs. You could download them and mix them for promos for your podcast or um, now, heaven forbid, don't do this, all right? Some of you will, and and I get that, but uh, you you don't necessarily want to use one of these 150 songs as the theme music for your podcast. Do you remember those days? I do, back when GarageBand launched and iTunes added podcasting to its, its uh, menu bar. So explain GarageBand and what you're talking about, you know, when GarageBand launched and how that played into people's music and their podcasts. Well, there was all these, there's all these, and they're still there actually, and they haven't added to it in a long time. But uh, Apple GarageBand on the Apple, um, on iOS, or not iOS, OS, man, I am way mixed up when it comes to Apple at this point. OS X, OS X came out with GarageBand and it came with all these different loops. And then when they added podcasting, they added all these different, you know, you know, all these different beds for music and things like that, various uh, lengths and things like that. And people used those. And honestly, there are still podcasts that I've heard in passing that are still using some of those. And I think, and I, and I'll randomly hear one. I'll think, oh yeah, that's the song I used to use for my old comedy show that, and and so it takes me right out. Like immediately I'm out. It, it, that's exactly it. And in fact, for those who who have been listening to a lot of podcasts out there, uh, there are just over 200,000 audio podcasts out there in existence today. And chances are, if you've listened to more than 50 different shows, you may have heard one of these songs. Let me just play a couple samples. This is all from GarageBand. Oh, wait, I use that for Hunger Games. Don't tell anybody. that for uh help i got it back i just keep having flashbacks to my old show <laughs> exactly it's killing me now the thing is is now with garage band they may have had it may have been the same it may have been right around 150 songs yeah there's a bunch in there there's probably about 150 to 200 something like that and you could use them any way you want in fact today even on television yes. i see commercials using these uh, songs. so cheesy anyway so- so here's the deal. So now YouTube says, you know what? We understand that these 150,000 audio tracks, they're not as accessible as you'd like them to be. So now, dun, 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 if you go to youtube.com slash audio library, by the way, all in lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that, Eric. 
Well, for some reason, if you type in youtube.com slash capital A for and then audio and capital L or even just one of those, it's not going to bring you to the right link. And I don't understand that because this is Google that owns YouTube and Google knows that uh, people don't, well, normal people like me and unlike Cliff type in, just type in the URL. They don't think, oh, capitalization is necessary because it shouldn't be in this day and age. It shouldn't be. It, Rant over. Exactly. And so uh, the thing is, is that I understand the technical reasons of why it can happen and, and some of the, the things like that. But the reason why sometimes I will put in show notes, I'll put a URL and I will capitalize the first letter in certain words within the URL so that it's more easily recognized visually. And and so that's why I thought it was funny because I actually did. I, I was actually typing it in so that I could then copy and then I would paste it into the notes. But when I did uh, capital A and capital L for audio library, it, it wouldn't pull up. Anyway, so if you go to youtube.com slash audio library, now you can download background music for your videos for free. And um, and, and like I said, you could, you could use some of these. But uh, Eric and I were testing out a couple of these. And uh, here's, here's one of them. It's called Standing Here. And then uh, you told me to check out rubbernecking, right? <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. You could do an entire podcast with this is your background music. You could. You could just ad-lib it and be like, oh, yeah. This is the weekly podcast report for, and then fill in your branding. Exactly, and you could even create um, you could even create um, uh, podcast promos for your podcast that you can hand out to your podcasting friends, and they could promote your show by cl- creating or uh, you know including these you know, thirty or forty five second promos. Now, here's one. I'm I'm going to try this on the fly, um, and and I've not previewed the song that I'm about ready to do, so this could go terribly wrong. But I'm going to do one for Beyond the To Do List. Are you looking to be more productive with your life? Well, you know that productivity productivity is more than just a to-do list. Join Eric Fisher as he interviews people each and every week with this high and happy, super punchy tune. Go check it out. BeyondTheToDoList.com I'm Eric Fisher, and I did not approve this message. <laughs> well, the funny thing is I had never even tried that one before, but you get well, the idea. That was, okay, yeah, that was great. Great attempt uh, ad libbing <laughs> without planning to do it. We have no it's, plans for what it, we're doing in the segment. Here is that music was perfect for that. It was. It, it, it so. was. The cool thing is though is not only and we've been playing in the the featured section, but they have genre. You could do it by instrument. You can do it by duration. And I'm going to play around with mood. And I love this. There is dark. Are you ready? So here we go. Go. In a world. No, that doesn't work. Is this dark? It doesn't feel that dark. I wouldn't call that dark. I'd call it somber. Here, let's see if this is dark. Oh, yeah. Gotham has never seen a villain like this before. 
All right. Anyway, <laughs> it's that's still not that dark when piano comes in. <laughs> I kinda know. I have no idea what the piano happy. Is I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's. What about uh, you? Want to try happy? Let's try happy. Reasons to smile. Yeah, I have no reason to smile to that one. I'm that sorry. almost sounds depressing. <laughs> I so know, that the mood's sounded... not necessarily working here. <laughs> that one sounds pretty dark. Let's do romantic. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's not doing it for me. Oh, that's that one song. Oh. Do you know? Who, do you know what song this is? That's not a real song, but I, I know what it, it sounds like. It's like a plain white tease. Everything's gonna be all right. Do you know what? what oh, see, I was thinking of a different song. Where it goes. Do 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 do. Yeah, no, that one's not, that's that one. not the one I was thinking of. But you can see it could be either. Of yeah, <laughs> it could be either one of them. So generic, it actually works pretty well. Actually, like this, one, this one's nice. I like it. I, I would totally use that. If you're going to grab that and use it for your podcast as the main theme, which we're not recommending, do it before everybody else. <laughs> Actually, don't do it because everybody else will. Uh, that yeah. That's the thing. Oh, and you could do a sad one. You know, so for example, if you did a podcast on depression, you could do... Are you depressed? Do you look forward to going bed? As soon as you get to work, then you should quit your job and do podcasting full time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. You convinced me. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't feel good about my life right now. Uh, anyway, YouTube audio library at youtube.com slash audio library. I, I, again, I think this is, this is going to be wh- where this would be helpful for folks, it again, don't use this as your as your jingle for your opening of your theme music for your podcast. But what I would recommend is definitely go in here and make use of this as background music for your videos. Uh, use this for promos and commercials and other little things. If you have products and services and you want to create yourself a little uh, promo for one of those products or services or a promo for your show that other podcasters might play. This is a great resource, and the best part about it, 100% absolutely free. Now, for those of you who definitely don't want to have promos and commercials that sound just like everybody else's as far as the music is concerned, then I encourage you to check out some other royalty-free libraries out there. Now, with royalty-free music, you're always going to run the risk of having somebody else using the same music that you could have purchased for $1.99 off of jewelbeat.com, for example, or uh, maybe you spent 30 to 50 bucks over at musicbakery.com. And if that's concerned to you that maybe, like for example, with only 150 tracks, you're, these, these songs are going to become quite recognizable over the next, let's just say, 18 months. Um, whereas with jewelbeat or musicbakery.com, those sites you're probably very infrequently run into anybody else that's used those particular songs. However, if you are concerned and you want something that's completely unique and and, uh, your very own, I would recommend going over to my friends at Music Radio Creative, and they can create something custom for you. And In fact, if you want to talk to them, I encourage you to start out at podcastanswerman.com slash audio 
and uh, they'll they'll hook you up over there. Eric, anything else you wanted to say on this one? No, just uh, play around, have some fun. I mean, don't forget to have fun while you're podcasting. That's what this music makes me think of. So. Exactly. And in fact, with that, I think we should go out with something bright. And uh, Eric, tell folks where they should go to find you online. Everybody should go check out Beyond the To-Do List at beyondthetodolist.com. That's the podcast where I talk to people about productivity and all the topics thereof. And it's it's fun. I learn a lot. I can't state that enough. And uh, yeah, I just I love doing that show. I love that people are getting so much out of it. And go check it out. There you go. And of course, I'm going to tell people to go to rayedwards.com. And listen to episode number 80. And I have not yet got into the interview that he did with you, but I assume that you're going to be in that episode because I've already started it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I, did, I was like, wait, that's out? <laughs> it just came out today. I just saw nice. it. So that's awesome. at rayedwards.com slash 080. Eric, thank you for coming in on your holiday. You are welcome. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Are you thinking of launching your own podcast and don't know where to start? You could have your own high-quality podcast online in just under four weeks, even if you have absolutely no technical knowledge about how podcasting works. Intrigued? 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 Since 2006, Cliff Ravenscraft, a podcast answer man, has trained thousands of people on how to launch a successful podcast. Cliff has coached top-ranked podcasters such as Pat Flynn, Michael Hyatt, Michael Stelzner, Dan Miller, John Lee Dumas, and the list goes on. Podcasting A to Z is a four-week group training course that leads you step-by-step through the setup of your very own podcast. Not just the technical side, but also the mindset that goes into creating a successful show as well. One thing is At the end of four weeks, you will have experienced one of the best investments you can make in taking your message to the next level. To learn more details about the course, head to podcastinga2z.com. Podcastinga2z.com. All right, my friends, I am here with Joel Bogus and Pei Kang, my wonderful friends that I first met back on the No More Mondays cruise with Dan Miller and uh, my life has been better since I've met them. Of course, there are no strangers to Podcast Answer Man. Joel and Pei were uh, previous visitors to this uh, show here on episode 226, which was titled Making Yourself Newsworthy. And if you guys are interested in learning how to get the word out, to build your brand in a broader sense using traditional media like uh, television, newspaper, and rad- traditional terrestrial radio how to get yourself covered in those aven- in those different avenues i encourage you to go to podcastanswerman.com slash newsworthy all one word of course uh i think newsworthy is only one word anyway but anyway podcastanswerman.com slash newsworthy will take you to episode 226 joel and pay welcome back to podcast answer man Oh, hey, uh, Cliff, it has been, it is a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Absolutely honor to be on your show. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys have really been taking things off. Uh, I mean, with what you've been doing now, you, I, I think right after my, our cruise where I first met you, mm-hmm. uh, you guys had already been producing a podcast and then you went through my very first ever podcasting A to Z course. Yes. I, you know, I've been podcasting since about 2007 when I started my business. Cliff, but in 2011, right after we, we met you, it was a major 
turning point in our podcast and then also in, in our business. Absolutely. Thank you, Cliff, for that. You're welcome. And, and I'll tell you, I want to say thank you to you guys because uh, you were a part of that very first class, the inaugural. The, you are the, the first Podcasting A to Z alumni. And uh, I can't believe it. I'm now 13 sessions into Podcasting A to Z. More than 200 students have gone through. And uh, oh, congratulations. You guys, you guys believed in me before I believed in myself, which is pretty awesome. I loved it. <laughs> so anyway, hey, you guys, today you have um, your, your, your show is actually called Finding Your Voice Radio, mm-hmm. where you answer questions, you do expert interviews, uh, you help people find out what their next, step sh- next steps are. Yes. And help them make better decisions for work, home, and family. Uh, tell me where where is that show now? How what have what have you found through podcasting? How is that helping your business? Yeah, thank you so much for asking, Cliff. And like you, I love 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 to talk about my podcast. And just the other day, I published episode two hundred and fifty two. So I am excited about that, and it has just been a phenomenal uh, a blessing for us. It's helped us meet new people. It's helped us. Uh, learn new things, and it's really helped us get into a whole nother circle, circle of influence with uh, our listeners and also with our guests. So it has just helped us um, on many different levels. That is excellent. And and for people to find out where your show is, where would they go online to find that podcast? Sure. You can go just to my website, findingyourvoiceradio.com or FYV radio.com fyvradio.com and right there I have a podcast link and you just pull it down and many many experts there to choose from it's great education now Joel one of the things that I know about you is that you're an amazing writer and and I don't say those things lightly I don't give out a lot of um, encouraging words or or things like that unless they're absolutely authentic and real and and, and deserved and the reason I say this is because I remember your show notes when you had me on your show and then the description of who I am and an overview of my story is like, dude, I want this guy to ghost. I, I want to just get get into a voice recorder and just speak my my story of the things I've experienced and then have Joel take that and write it eloquently. That was a very popular episode, I believe. You know what? As a matter of fact, I did another podcast with an uh, an author, Sutton Parks, and the show notes, Cliff, you're going to be impressed with this. He actually took the show notes word for word that I wrote, and he actually had them on the back cover of his book. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. I was like, really? Okay. Well, I, I know that you love to talk as much as I do, and you obviously <laughs> love to write. And one of the things that uh, I want to let people know is that you guys have written a book called Finding your voice, yes. sort through the clutter and discover clarity, confidence, and direction. Uh, so tell me, where did the idea for this book come from? And I absolutely love the title, Finding Your Voice, which we're going to talk about today. Okay, absolutely. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. You know, Cliff, when we talk about finding your voice, we're not talking about the voice that comes out of your mouth. We're talking about the voice that comes out of your heart. And when I first decided to write the book, Finding Your Voice, I looked up the word voice in the dictionary. And one of the definitions that it gives is a beautiful illustration of the message that I wanted to send and my own passion. And the dictionary says voice is to give full expression to. 
And after taking this journey with people from the East Coast to the West Coast, from high school students to six-figure earners, I have learned that people's needs run deeper than simply navigating life's changes and life's challenges. And you know what, Cliff? I've also learned that folks have a hunger within them to fully express who they are, what excites them, and what they stand for. And when people find their true voice, they are empowered to take their work, their home, and their family life in a direction that best suits them. Absolutely. You know, I found my voice probably, I would say, right around 2007, right around the beginning of 2007. Mm -hmm. And it was after a year of podcasting. Now, I'd already fallen in love with podcasting, but I didn't know what it was about podcasting that I loved. Uh, I was in, under the impression it was the technology or if it w- maybe it was the top and all of this other stuff. And and when I found out what my voice was, my what, you know, and even my calling or my purpose in life, what gives me the greatest sense of fulfillment, I realized it's not actually podcasting that 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 is the expression of my voice, but it's 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 beyond that. It's it's a it's actually my desire to live a life where I'm entertaining, educating, encouraging and inspiring others. Taking mm-hmm. my experiences in life, whatever experience, good or bad, and sharing that with the world and how I'm processing it through my mindset, my worldview, and and doing that in a way that hopefully will encourage and inspire others as I try to take my life to the next level, helping other people think about ways that they can take their lives to the next level. That's my voice. That's what yes. I that's my that's who I am and what I want to do. And I discovered it through creating a lot of content. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people I know, uh, Joel, who are out there and they're they're kind of like a ship at sea with no destination of knowing where they're going in life. They they're out there maybe working a job, but they really don't understand what they're working toward. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they they work week to week. They put food on the table, but beyond that, they don't have a real uh, sense of drive towards a destination. And mm-hmm. a lot of it, I think, is because they haven't found their voice. But you have three ideas of ways that people can find their voice. Uh, and you're, we're going to share that today. What's the first way someone could go about this first idea of finding your voice? Sure. Thanks for asking, uh, Cliff. You know, a striking observation that I made in my own life's journey is that the past leaves clues. And as far back as I can remember, there was always a pull, an inner pull, in my spirit, a pull to work one-on-one with people and to help them to overcome. During my teenage years, I was a karate instructor, as a college student, a swim teacher, and then as an adult, a personal trainer. And on the surface, while it might look like a few unrelated physical exercises, I was actually helping people do a lot more than just learn some of those things. And over, the, over time, I now learn to look beyond the simple mechanics of what you're doing, like the mechanics of punching, kicking, spinning, dog paddling, hmm. and in your case, the mechanics of doing a podcast, and look towards something that had or look towards something that has more substance. You see, Cliff, the big aha for me wasn't that I was decent at teaching people the basics of strokes and kicks and things, but the big aha was that I was drawn to help people take on challenges and to see their innate value and their inner strength. And even after graduate school, when you think I'd know better, 
I would look for ways to come alongside people and to help them realize and to bring out their best, even if it had nothing to do with my current job or the role that I was playing. I just couldn't help myself. You see, your past leaves clues along the way. And as people sort through their own life experiences, you know, I encourage them to explore through their own past and to look at some of those things that they've enjoyed the most. You know, I, I, as I hear you say this, the, you know, when I think about, as I have identified what my voice is, if I look at my past, there are clear indicators that were leading me towards this. Uh, there are two things that I will share. There are many things in my past, but we, you know, I want to keep this interview to the point. But uh, I'll share two things from my past that clearly indicate what I'm doing today is what is my voice. It's what I was called to share. And the first one was the time when I got my, my actually my mom bought her first CB radio or Citizens Band radio. And it was, wow. a, it was a Radio Shack realistic Tandy base station. And she had one of those magnetic antennas that you could put on the car. And this was one of those things where you could put it in the car with a cigarette lighter plug, or you could plug it into the AC outlet in the house and, and stick the antenna out the window. And you could talk to people who had CB radios. Now, it was illegal to do this. However, uh, what I found is that, uh, you know, I live in northern Kentucky and I'm right across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio. And there was this big, huge community called Price Hill uh, across the river. And all these people had CB radios and they were all about my age. And what I found was that these people would be interested in hearing what I want to say. And every Tuesday evening, I told people, come to this channel on the CB radio at this time on Tuesday evenings, and I will broadcast. And I actually did my own quote-unquote live show on CB radio where I would actually broadcast, you know, whatever I was thinking or wanted to share off the top of my head. And I would actually help, I would hold in the mic button for 20, 30 minutes. And then finally, I would take feedback and I would hear, you know, I'd let, wow. I'd let go and people would ask me questions or they would say lewd and horrible things and whatever the thing might be. But I was actually doing my live radio show from my bedroom when I was like nine years old. And you had people listening to you like Rubber Duck and Snowman and, yeah, my, and the band. <laughs> my, and and my, I, this is embarrassing, but my... My CB handle was Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> and I had never watched the movie Conan either. So, but anyway, that was that was one. And the second thing is, is I remember it was 1996 when I heard about this service called Angel Fire, mm-hmm. and it was the very first service to allow people to have HTML web pages for free, or one of the first services anyway. I'm sure GeoCities may have been there first. Anyway, I created a, an Angel Fire account, and then I learned about this thing called Netscape Composer, and it would allow you to make uh, web pages out of HTML code. And I taught myself how to do HTML. And w- this is way before anybody came up with any blogging software. And it was not called a blog. Nobody called it. A, I mean, it was probably months after I started, they started calling them web logs. But I called it my online web journal. And I took my email newsletter that I was doing already and I turned it into a daily post where I would update HTML pages by hand every day. And send it out via email to the world and try to have people come to my website every day to see what I have new. So those are two things that that gave expression to my what my voice is, which is taking my life experience and where I'm at and sharing it out with the world and a desire to entertain, educate, 
encourage and inspire others. Just perfect, perfect example. Thank you, Cliff, for sharing that. And part of when we say find your voice in the past is once you look at those activities you enjoy doing, think think about it. Spend some time to evaluate. Was it the actual activity? Was it the value it brings in your case is to encourage, educate? Or was it a who? Is there a particular group that brings out the best in you? So um, I, I want to give a, a little bit example about myself, too. That I got encouraged by two of your stories that I myself professionally trained as a, a root canal dentist. And then later I became a yoga instructor and I got my dogs into therapy dogs. And, and now I'm a life coach. But when my husband was talking to me, look at my journey, I realized my real desire is to bring truth and healing to mind, body, and spirit. And the, other, the all the things I do, they are just tools. Indeed. You know, Cliff, bringing truth and healing is what Pei cannot not do. It's woven in to who she is. God put it there. So my question for audiences and for, for listeners is what seems to show up no matter where you go or what you do? And for Pei, it was bring truth, bringing healing. For you, it's bringing encouragement. You know, you were bringing encouragement to us on the cruise when we'd see you, like yeah. around, the, around the ship at dinner, you know, at lunch. You were bringing encouragement and education and entertainment to us when we were listening to you and your lovely wife in front of the group. And in, in the other instances, when I've seen you uh, socially, but it's showing up no matter where you go or, or what you do. And that's the challenge that I give to, give to audiences and, and listeners to you know, look for those things. So it's woven, in, it's woven in there. So one way that we can, or one idea for finding our voice is finding our voice in the past and, and looking into the past to see what clues might, we, we might be able to dig up there. Your second thing I have written down here is find your voice in the questions others have for you. Tell us a little bit about that. Love to talk about this story. A client that I wrote about and shared in the book, her first name is, is Kim. And in the very beginning of our coaching, she said that she didn't think she had anything to offer. You know, she wasn't wearing a socially acceptable occupational hat. You know, She wasn't a physician. She wasn't a teacher. She wasn't a lawyer, but during the coaching, she noticed a pattern. She noticed that people, particularly moms, were coming to her with their questions and their challenges, challenges on relationships and, and finances. And she also noticed a pattern that when that happened, when people came to her with those challenges, she actually came to life, sharing her knowledge, mm. her wisdom, and her insight. And the aha for her uh, Cliff, is that she really never saw the value in that. She never assigned value to it because it came so natural. She thought, well, this is just stuff that everyone should know because it came so natural to her. But through time and through the, through the coaching process, she realized that what she had to offer and to contribute was making a difference in those moms' lives. And since that time... She had, after much prayer and contemplation, 
had resigned her, her job, got away from a toxic environment, and moved herself into an entrepreneurial opportunity that is harnessing and maximizing her skills of writing, advising, and um, sharing her knowledge and insight. I love that. Yeah, you know, and 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 I, I didn't even know what this meant when you said find your voice and the questions others have for you. But uh, you know, once again, if I, of course this actually combines the the questions also show up in the clues in the past as well. And it's it's funny because I started podcasting as a hobby, playing mm-hmm. around. But it was always the question of, hey, Cliff, how did you do this? Or, hey, how did you come about doing this? And how did that relationship happen? And how did, and, and all of a sudden, eventually, it got to the place where, gosh, I'd, Cliff, can I pay you for an hour of your time? And mm-hmm. it's so funny how way before I ever thought about any trying to monetize anything that I was doing, people were already asking me questions that today people pay me lots of money for. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about charging for it. And the thought of charging for it never came until people started asking me. And then, uh, surprisingly enough, from my journey, uh, early on, people began to insist that they pay me for answering questions. And I'm like, and, and just like what you said with your client, I mean, doesn't everybody know how to do a Skype mix minus? I mean, doesn't everyone know how to reroute audio from this channel so that everything except for one of these channels go? I mean, that's just that everybody knows how to do that, right? And, <laughs> you know, uh, things come so natural to us that it's easy to just overlook those things. But there is value in in you and in the knowledge and the wisdom that you have to offer. And people see that in you. And, boy, they come to you like a magnet. They were coming to Kim as a magnet. They still come to you. Uh, on a daily basis as as a magnet because they see something. And oftentimes, Cliff, people see things in us that we have overlooked, that we don't see in ourselves or that we have just been blind to. And um, so it's so, a powerful, yeah, go ahead. So basically, finding your voice in the questions that other has, ha, others have for you. So look back and, and are people coming to you for advice in certain areas? Are they looking for information? And and oftentimes, this clues this can clue you in to the fact that there's value that you have that you're Indeed. consistently bringing to people, but you may not see it as value because it's just you sharing what you believe, you may believe everyone knows. And in, indeed, what is common for you to know may not be common for others. And in that respect, what you may discover in finding your voice through uh, the questions other have, others have for you is you may find that you're an expert and didn't know it. Mm-hmm. You know, in a nutshell, Cliff, the second point to get clarity on your voice is to pay attention and to take note of the questions and the challenges that people are bringing to you. Because in my personal belief system, they're not just showing up by accident. Yeah. Okay, so the third thing here, finding your voice in the struggles. How do we find... How do we find our voice in the struggles? Sure. You know, Cliff, we all go through struggles at some level in our life, and some are a little bit more dramatic than others. But regardless of at what level they're at, they're still pretty meaningful and pretty powerful as we're going through it. And I write about a woman in my book, and her name is is Jennifer. And Jennifer had bought into the lie that she had to be perfect. She had to be the amazing spouse, the perfect parent, the superstar community member, and 
she lived her life that way. And you know what? It all changed on the day when her husband came home and announced to her that he was leaving. And he left her with two kids and no visible means of support. So Jennifer had to, beginning from square one, had to go through her whole process of transitioning her kids into now living a life in which they were just living with one parent. Dad wasn't home anymore. And she had to figure out a way that, to support her family. And to make a long story short, you can read about it in the book, she took her experience, her knowledge, and the things that she learned. And on the other side of her journey, she formed Single Mom Ministry. And that is a ministry, it's now on a, on a national scale, that helps single moms go through that process and provides the resources and the support that they need. And she wouldn't have known how to do that, Cliff, had she not, through the years, experienced the, uh, the heartbreak and the challenges and the struggles that single moms uh, go through. Mm. You know, someone, need, someone needed the benefit of her battle scars. And while she wasn't proud of, of what happened, she learned that she was the solution that other people were, were waiting for. People were actually waiting for her. And uh, that was powerful, powerful. And she wouldn't have found her voice in that respect had she have not gone through that, that struggle that time. Um, yeah. Wow, I, 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 and again, this is a this third one was another one. You know, the I, I totally understood as soon as I saw the past. You know, finding your voice in the past, your past leaves clues. I, I, I kind of got that. I was prepared for that one. You, you, you know, the finding the que- your voice in the questions other people have for you. I, 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 that, I got that one as soon as you told it, but I didn't understand the struggles until you just said it. And wow. This leads me to the one thing. I, I get interviewed a lot on a, a lot of podcasts, and one question that oftentimes comes up is, gosh, Cliff, knowing everything that you know today, if you had a chance to go back and do it all over again, what would you change? And I, I actually have the same response for every single person. I said, absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I would change nothing. I hope that I wouldn't have the opportunity to even go back and cause myself to avoid any of the stupid things that I said, <laughs> any of the relationships where I burned bridges when I shouldn't have, any, all of the mistakes that I made, all of the struggling with you know mindset of scarcity, all of those. I mean, I did stupid stuff. I mean, Working around the clock and not taking care of myself physically and almost dying in the hospital when I was in the hospital for two weeks, um, I would I would not want to I would not want to redo any of that. I those things make me who I am today. And what I have come to understand with my voice is that I have a lot of life experience to offer to others. I have a lot of big mistakes that I've made that I can now help other people avoid. And if I could go back and change things in the past so that I would not make all those mistakes, I would not have the voice that I have today that allows me to provide such great value to those who I serve. Couldn't have said it any better, Cliff. Wow, I like that. So there you go, three ideas for finding your voice. What What is your past telling you? What clues can you dig up in the past? What questions are people consistently coming for you, coming to you for, where you are providing value where you may not even realize that you're providing value? 
and what can you take from your struggles and how to overcome them and then help other people who are finding themselves in those similar struggles, how you can help them pull through as well. I love those ideas about finding your voice. Um, Joel, Pei, how does this kind of transition, how can we, uh, how can we t- uh, take this topic and the things that we've talked here today, how can a podcaster or a brand new podcaster who's thinking, gosh, what do, what do, what's my voice? What's my message for the world? What is it that I want to share with the world? And, and one of the things I know that you said is that you wanted to talk about a pitfall of people who might say, I'm not sure if this is the topic I want to put out into the world. Absolutely. I think uh, some some part of us feel like, hey, my message may not be perfect or uh, how do I zero in? And there's some books even read, written, what's your what? Yeah, I mean, in a way that's important, but really, I believe we sometimes get hang up on this. I'm not sure this is the topic I want to share. You know, Cliff, um, there's a little bit of doubt in, in all of us. It's just part of the human condition. But, um, you know, I'm not much of a cook, <laughs> Cliff, but I'm, I'm sure you've watched a cook in the kitchen, you know, a dash of this and a pinch of something else. And the next thing you know, you're biting into a delicious concoction for which there's, there's no recipe for. Well, the same approach that works wonders in the kitchen can also work wonders in people's lives. And unfortunately, rather than experimenting and taste testing along the way, many people approach every decision in life as if life and death hangs in the balance. You know, one wrong choice and bam, (laughs) it's over. You know, my friend and mentor Larry Wingett says that if you make a wrong decision, they're going to figure out pretty quickly that you need to readjust your plans. And if your decision is the right one, that it might be evident uh, fairly quickly, uh, just, just the same. Yeah, absolutely. I have to share this as a, uh, I, my husband was a podcaster way before I was. And in 2012, I started this Real Good Health. And it, it, I, I thought, oh, this is a great thing. Let me just get started. I didn't know where it leads to. That didn't sound like the perfectionist me at all. But um, so in the beginning, I could not even bear listening to my own recording, even because even though I couldn't hear my, I just felt like, oh my gosh, I sound like that. I spent three to four hours editing a 30 minute show. And at the end, I um, didn't continue after eight months because I reevaluated my priorities in life, I decided to discontinue the podcast for the time being. But guess what, Cliff? The knowledge, the connection I gained, the confidence, the confidence I have today to be featured on your show. And next year we'll be I'll be able to speak with my husband nationally. That experience, that eight months of podcasting that stay faithfully recording every week it was one of the uh, experiences that I would I would never uh, regret it's it's been amazing you know you you've got to you've got to try you know what's better wondering or waiting or taking action you know you can't steer a parked car the the antidote for the pitfall 
that we all fall into at some point in time is just to experiment with life. After all, the world is a playground. Absolutely. I love it. And, and you know, my thoughts on, on this in dealing with podcasters, and we got about 30 seconds left. So I just want to say, <laughs> if you're out there and you're thinking about creating a podcast, find out, just, you know, try to look into your past Try to discover the questions, if there's clues in the questions, or maybe you can learn, you know, what can you learn from your, what have you learned from your struggles that you can share with others? The idea is finding your voice, finding your value, your message for the world, and create something with it, a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, a book, anything that you want, and and begin sharing that with the world, and it may not be the, it may not be the topic for you. But I love what Pay says is that I, I did this for eight months and what I learned was valuable in that process and it's helping me get closer to where my voice is. And oftentimes we'll never get to the destination unless we've actually cho- chosen a destination and, and, and I know that a lot of people out there, they start moving towards a certain destination that they've chosen and they said, you know what? I'm a little bit further down this path and now I can actually see the destination on the horizon and I've determined I don't know that I really want to go there. It reminds me of this time when I went on a cruise and we were supposed to go to Cozumel, Mexico and I was so excited because I've been on so many cruises. I was so tired of going to the Bahamas all the time. (laughs) We were going to Cozumel but that was our destination and the captain came over the loudspeaker and says, folks, uh, due to hurricane such and such, which is currently destroying everything in sight in Cozumel, we're rerouting and our new destination is Nassau. And I'm like, oh. but you know what? I was happy to go to Nassau because I learned that Cozumel was not the place I wanted to be at that time. And so sometimes you don't realize where your destination will be until you've set out uh, and moved towards something. And uh, I really like that. Your book, Joel and Pei, uh, is called Finding Your Voice, Sort Through the Clutter and Discover Clarity, Confidence, and Direction. The publisher is Sound Wisdom. It's on Amazon, uh, and it will be in major bookstores on November 5th, but I believe they can pre-order now on Amazon. Is that correct? Absolutely. You can pre-order right now on Amazon. And what we're going to do uh, for your audience, Cliff, is of course, make all of the book bonuses available. Uh, we've, we've just... Uh, During the launch period. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and make them available to Cliff's audience right now so that they can take action and get those bonuses. Gosh, people like Dan Miller, Bob Berg, uh, Mark Sanborn. I mean, just unbelievable amount of book bonuses that we have. So pre-order right now at Amazon or at your favorite online retailer or bookstore, November 5th and on. All right. And how do they get the book bonuses? Sure. You just go to FYV book and everything is just laid out uh, right there. Not quite uh, done at the time of you and I are recording of having all the book bonuses loaded up, but we're going to make sure that everyone gets all the bonuses. Sounds great. So you can find that at FYV book for finding your voice book.com. And yes. uh, Joel Pay, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's it's an honor to have you on here uh, for the second visit and looking forward to see where you guys go next. All the best, Cliff. Thank, thank you, you for so your much. time. Well, my friends, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Podcast Answer Man. I absolutely love Joel and Pay, and I hope that you enjoyed this conversation about 
finding your voice. And finding your voice takes time is one of the things that I've noticed. But uh, the three ideas that were shared today, finding your voice in the past, finding your voice in the questions that others have for you, and finding your voice through the struggles that you experience, there are things that you can find, common threads throughout your life that might help you discover that one thing that stands above the rest that you could be known for. You know, a lot of people struggle with the idea that if I just choose one thing, that I might choose that wrong thing. And if you don't choose anything, then you never get your voice out there. So sometimes finding your voice is picking a topic, picking something that you believe is your message, and going forward with it. And it's only then at times that many people find their voice. Anyway, there book, Joel and Pay's book is going to be available November 5th. I will have links to that in the show notes here for Podcast Answer Man episode 328. You do find those show notes at podcastanswerman.com slash 328. Again, podcastanswerman.com slash 328. Hey, real quick, I just want to say podcasting A to Z, the next session starts November 18th. You can sign up today and get uh, $500 off if you use promo code PAM for Podcast Answer Man. Again, that's discount code PAM in the shopping cart will get you $500 off if you sign up now. Again, go over to podcastinga2z.com. Click the register now button. And also want to say a quick thank you to those of you who have been using my Bluehost affiliate links. Um, let's see here. I've got nsavids.com and I also have yourfreeaudiobook.com parenting on empty.com and ramblinshow.com. All those domains were created by people who use my affiliate link. And as you know, if I if you use my affiliate link for Bluehost when signing up for a hosting account, I do get a very generous commission for that. If you want to have my full thoughts and feelings about hosting for your website and for your media files, I encourage you to head over to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. And also one last thing, just a reminder here, the podcast mastermind. I am accepting new applications. And if you want to learn more about the podcast mastermind, I encourage you to go to podcastmastermind.com. Podcastmastermind.com. I encourage you to listen to the audio episode of this podcast that you'll hear there. And then, I, of course, I encourage you to read all the stuff written on the page. And if that encourages you or inspires you to download the application, it's also found there at the bottom of that page. Thank you all. And until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Helping you to get the Some man.